Hi everyone, I'm Jade Terrio and you're watching the second ever episode of the Salon Podcast, a podcast created and intended to bring ourselves back home. I hope and I pray that every conversation we have here will crack you open just a little bit more to inspire you to dive deeper in your, into yourself, to heal, to explore, and to expand yourself. In this episode, we, I, held my first ever interview with someone so special and dear to me. Lisa Ray Freeman is a soul activation guide based out of Canada, and she and I have worked together for over a year now. I met Lisa as I was preparing to embark on a women's retreat in Costa Rica, and this call that was set up with her was a pre-retreat call intended to help me tap into the energy that I would be bringing to Costa Rica to integrate alchemize and you know facilitate the healing that might come up while on this retreat and as soon as I hopped on the Zoom call with Lisa we had an instant soul connection it was and has been a beautiful ride since the moment she and I met she sees right through me she taps straight into my energy and I feel so safe and so supported by, by her. It just made sense that Lisa was my first guest because of the work that we've done together. And in this episode, we really, really dive into the woo-woo closet. We talk about spirit guides. We talk about what they are and how you can safely connect with yours if and when you feel called to do that and what you might expect if and when you do tap in. We talk about the Akashic Records and what that means and how that feels and what you might get from digging into your Akashic Records or digging into the Akashic Records. Lisa is a force. She is still relatively new on her spiritual journey, but honestly, time is not real and to see the power that she's cultivated in the last two years of her conscious spiritual journey has been remarkable to witness. This woman is so tapped in, so tuned in, and she inspires me to no end. I am so excited to share her with you and share her with the world and Ugh, this feels so like it's such a full circle moment. Uh, you know, a lot of the work that we've done over the last year is bringing me back to myself. A lot of this work has been guiding me to activate and step into my power. And without Lisa, I fully believe that my stepping back into myself would have been eh. A much longer journey than what it's been. Lisa has guided me back to myself. She has activated these parts of me that have longed to be seen and to be loved and to be supported. I have talked about this podcast since Lisa and I met and I've been doing this dance for a year now. This dance of resistance of not wanting to fully step into this platform and 
yeah, the the fact that I got to interview her and I'm posting this episode is a full circle moment. It is literally the fruits of working with her. I am, I am embodying all of these beautiful aspects of myself. I am embodying these divine gifts that I was born with. And I'm able to do that because of Lisa's guidance, because of Lisa's love and support and how she just sees me and has helped me to see myself the way she sees me, which is in the purest, most beautiful, loving way. Lisa is living her life of service to the collective. She is showing up, showing out, and like she's in it. This is not a conversation for everyone. This conversation is out there and beyond. And honestly, it's it's perfect. But again, it's not going to resonate with everyone. I know not everyone understands or necessarily believes in spirit guides or the Akashic records, but this is very true to me and very true to my journey and very real for Lisa and Lisa's journey. And this conversation is so raw. Not one moment of it is edited. And what I love about that is Lisa and I, when we collaborate, there's just this easy, natural flow of conversation, of love, of truth, of expansion. And it's very evident and true, even in this interview. I am looking forward to you witnessing Lisa. I am looking forward to sharing her with you. And I hope and pray that our conversation lands safely in your heart. If you are interested in following Lisa and working with Lisa, her Instagram handle is Lisa Ray Freeman, Ray as an R-A-E. And she's she will change your life. So if and when you're ready, reach out to her. If you are not following me or following the podcast on Instagram, my Instagram handle is salam.onlylovehere. Salam, S-A-L-A-A-M dot only love here. And yeah, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Download some episodes and follow along for the journey. We start off with a meditation. If you've seen the first episode, you will know, you know, you will learn that every single episode that I create and share will start off with a meditation to safely open the container for the vulnerable and real conversations we're going to have. Then we dive straight into Spirit Guides, the Akashic Records, and talking about how Lisa is living her life in service to the collective. It's a beautiful conversation, raw, vulnerable, and... mm, exciting. I hope you enjoy. Again, my name is Jay Terrio, second ever episode of the Salam podcast. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. So beautiful. Just allowing yourself to close your eyes wherever you're at. Let's just take a few moments to ground and drop in, drop into heart, drop into body. 
So finding that comfortable place, just closing the eyes and connecting into your breath, just feeling the breath move effortlessly and in flow. Allowing your breath to deepen. Allowing it to become a little bit more audible to you. And just allowing yourself to feel right here with your breath, just how supported you are, how held you are, always. And I want you to imagine a beautiful light beginning in the belly. With every inhale, that light rises all the way up to the crown of your head. And with your exhale, you can feel that light pulling back down, gathering anything that does not belong, anything that is no longer of service, and it pulls it all the way out through the soles of your feet. I'm feeling that light rise. And feeling it release. And setting the intention, I'm allowing this light. I'm allowing this light to gather anything that is no longer of service to me. I'm giving it permission. I'm choosing in this moment, place, and time to release what does not belong to me. What is no longer of my highest and greatest good, I choose to release it now with every exhale. And take a few more rounds of that cleansing breath. Letting that light pull it all the way down through the soles of your feet. Letting Mother Gaia transmute and hold space for you. Now allowing yourself to focus in on your heart center. Breathing into the space. And we begin to witness the light that lives here. And just breathing into the heart space. And focusing on that light. We come to the heart because the heart shares truth. They say it is the seat of the soul. So now with every inhale, I want you to feel, see, and witness that light begin to expand. 
your radiant light. Feel it begin to expand and grow. Feel it spread to every part of your body. Notice the color, the sensations that come along with tapping into, into this radiant light. And as you breathe this light alive, I want you to allow it to begin to expand past you, creating a beautiful bubble around you. Breathing into that bubble. And remembering as you breathe here, remembering, remembering the light that you are. And just allowing yourself to continue to expand that bubble a little bit bigger. And in this place, from this place, we ask that this reading, this conversation, this connection be in each of our highest and greatest good, working with unconditional love, light, and truth, and only unconditional love, light, and truth. May whoever this message reaches May it spark something within their own hearts. May it remind them of the truth that they hold. May this reading be in Jade's highest and greatest good. May she remember, may she feel, may she witness all that she is, the gift that she is. And may I be a clear and open channel for these messages. Big breath into the body. Big breath out. Beautiful and so it is and so it is. In your own time, just allowing yourself to slowly, slowly open your eyes. Mm, okay. So good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ready. Feel like it's, it's, it's really beautiful, Jade, because your guides come like as soon as I start into your prayer, it's um, your guides instantly arrive. Like before I even like, like as you were breathing, it wasn't even like, as I was going in to open your records, it's like, as you're breathing, it's like, they show up. That's yeah. It's really, really beautiful to witness that. Yeah. I love that. Can you, for the sake of the podcast, um, tell me in your own words, 
what are spirit guides? Yeah. So your spirit guides are the ones here to help is guide you. Yeah. As simple as that. They're here yeah. to guide you, but you, you, so many people don't, um, they're never going to tell you what to do, but they're always going to share. And it's just like the records. They're going to share and give you that, that sometimes push that you need. They're going to give you that, um, that enlightenment around situations that you need. They're going to give you a little bit of different perspective that you might be in, uh, in looking for craving. So your guides before you came into this incarnation, they came in and they, you sat with them. So you have many guides. You don't just have one. You, in my own opinion, you have one main one. It's just my own opinion. But for example, for me, I have a healing guide that comes in whenever I'm doing healings. I have a guide who comes in, who's like my main guide. She's, she's like my high self. She connects um, me to the record. She helps me understand the messages that are coming through. I have like Sam. That's right. I named him Sam. They don't really have it. names, but <laughs> I have Sam that, you know, woke me up to all of this, kind of tapped me on the shoulder. And so before I came into this incarnation, I sat with all of these guides. I connected with these guides and they, we had the conversation of how they were going to help me on this path. And so some people have, um, you know, teachers like, like Mother Mary, Jesus, they have um, Buddha, like they could have those sort of guides, uh, master guides coming in. Some people have um, ancestors or medicine women, medicine men. So it it all depends. Some will have light beings, um, ETs come in. But yeah, so those are your guides and they're just here to support you. And we live, so many of us live without that support. Mm -hmm. And it's, to me, it's so heartbreaking because to have that sensation of, of, um, a different perspective to land you into truth. Like, uh, so often we're up here in our ego mind and our, to me, our guides help land us back into heart. They help bring us back into heart. So from heart, we can connect to source. Like that's how I feel. Like they, they're kind of like that gateway to connect us to source. Yeah. Mm. Roundabout way of <laughs> no, that you like, you nailed it, which I know you've been working with spirit guides longer than I have. So I've learned about spirit guides probably three years ago. Yep. And you saying like, there's so many people live without, it's like my world completely changed whenever mm -hmm. I learned about spirit guides and whenever I tapped in and it's like when things get hard or things get rough or in like moments of expansiveness, I can mm -hmm. tap in and tune in and remember that there are these this energy that's like mm. ever surrounding me mm -hmm. and it is such a grounding and yeah, it's, a, it's like very supportive. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Mm. I love it. Yes. And your guides are like potent. You have, well, you know this, you have some loved ones that are like sitting around you consistently sitting with you. Um, they almost show me your guides. Like you almost sit around, um, around like, fire in sacred circle. Like they are consistently like, they just show me this image of you with, with loved ones around you, but then your spirit guides kind of stand behind you to the left and to the right. But you have, you have many loved ones sitting beside you in circle, but your guides kind of almost like hold this space is what they're showing. Like they're just, they're the ones almost like holding and standing guard is kind of the energy that they're giving me. 
Yeah. That's interesting to see. That feels so good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So do you want me to tell you a little bit about, so your guides are coming in with this. We're, we're starting with this records reading and I'll just start right off the bat with some of the messages. If you'd like me to start. Okay. So the first thing that they're wanting you to um, understand and to remember is almost like, because I know you had some questions around like, am I on the right path? How can I create a deeper connection to spirit, um, your own spirit guides? And the first thing that comes right off the, like right off the gecko, they're sharing, like, does she recognize the gift that she is? And I, I, I giggle as I hear that because this is like, this is something that we worked with together for a long time is owning and, and recognizing your own magic and owning your gift. And they're like, everything is success. Everything is on path. Everything is divinely lining up for her. The moment she owns the gift that she is, the moment Mm -hmm. that she owns the words that she has to share the, the energy and the magic that she is here to, um, outpour into the collective that, that gift, the moment that you own it, Jade is the moment that it is, it is like it, it becomes, and so when I say that to you, what, what's the first thing that like comes in? I just, I literally went back in time to the early work that we did because we've been working together. I thought about it before we hopped on this call. We've been working together for like over a year now yeah. and yeah. there have been some like off spots, but it's like, there's all, it's always on. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're always like tapped into me. You just know, <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I like reverted back to the, even the very first reading that you ever gave me. And I remember that so like vividly and the, the battle between me and my worth has always been at the forefront Yeah, and owning and stepping into my power has always been this like tug of war that I'm going back and forth with myself. That's why it took me so long to actually start this podcast Mm -hmm. because I'm like, am I credible enough to do this? Mm -hmm. Am I worthy enough? And so hearing that is affirmation. Mm -hmm. And it's also interesting because before this moment, before this very moment, Mm -hmm. that tug of war was, it always ended with me not taking any action because I always uh, surrendered to the thought that I wasn't worthy and to the self-limiting beliefs. And so it's kind of like a full circle moment to be here now in an interview with you, you telling me that and me actually taking action and like stepping into that worth and owning it. Yeah. So it's full circle. I love that. I love that. And like, as you speak that, like if, if I could show you what I'm seeing, like, so they, like they applaud, they celebrate, like all of your guys, all of your loved ones, like they stand behind you and like, they literally celebrate the moment that you, you express that. And, and the moment that like, it's actually truly felt and experienced in your being is the moment that they celebrate it. And, you know, I, I, asked to see the path. I asked to like, see where you're on, on your path. And they're like, this path is she's on path. It's the sensation of recognizing that, um, she is 
the message for you is like, she is always on path when she is in that place of knowing her worth, knowing her magic, knowing her gift. She is mm. always on path. And it's really like the sensation of like, they like, and they want to explain that in the sensation of like, you could be, um, living across the world, um, living on a boat, like fishing. And like, literally they're like, if you were owning and knowing the magic and love that you are, you are on path. You are on path. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that. that feels good. Yeah, right? So it's just trusting in myself and that as long as I'm tapped in and tuned into myself, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I'm in it, I'm right yeah. where I need to be. Yeah. And the moment that you said that, Jade, the moment that you said that they're showing like all of these clocks and they're like, everything is always divinely like it's, um, it's almost like if you could see a whole bunch of objects, um, floating in air, it's like the moment that you own that it's like, everything is like being pulled into this beautiful, like vortex for you. It's mm -hmm. like everything that you're desiring starts coming into your field, starts to come into play the moment that you allow that to happen. And so just anytime my, my invitation to you, knowing this, knowing that like the divine orchestration starts happening, you are walking your path when you are in that magic of ownership or in the ownership of your magic, whenever you're outside of it to be like, Oh, okay. I know I'm off path. The moment I choose that thought pattern or that feeling of I'm not worthy, or I allow fear to hold me back and to like contain me, I instantly know I've just been like, it literally shows this bungee cord and it's, and it's just like, you're like off path. And so my encouragement, she was like <laughs> the, the desire, right? Oh, I, I desire to be on path. And so I'm going to have to work on this like worthiness. I'm going to have to own it. Yeah. Just, yeah. And that's not, it's interesting. Like it's not, um, sharing the sensation of, um, anything other than that. Like, yeah. Yes, we all come in with these different soul purposes, but your main soul lesson is to own it. So it's like, yeah, you find path. You are on path when you own that. Yeah. I love that. And I also, so it's kind of funny. My, one of my really good friends here owns a yoga studio called the Zen Den. And every month, yeah, it's very, very vibey. Yeah. But every <laughs> month they pick a theme. And so September was self-care September. Now that we're in October, it's own October or own it October, own October. Mm -hmm. And so you saying own it, it's just like alignment. Like everything's, yeah. the synchronicities are just like, yeah, they're here. That's the funnest part, right? Is um, in these readings, there'll be those little, little pieces that give you the validation. And, and if I can just share about like Akashic readings so often, you know, people, are kind of curious about like, what is it like a psychic reading or what is it? And your, your Akashic records will never tell you what to do. They're always just going to give you the simplest, purest message to bring you into your highest timeline. And more often than not, when I do these readings, it literally is like women going like, oh, I knew that. I knew that. Oh, I just experienced that. Or, oh, I've been seeing that message. And it's like, yes, but now you have this stranger telling you Yes. Right. And it's like, it's a validation that your own tuition, your own gifts are lining you up, 
are bringing you into that perfect timeline. Yeah. So just, it's, it's always interesting to me to see when that happens of like, or hearing that, oh, that's a validation. Yes. Yes. Right. Validation. Can you tell me more about the Akashic records? Yeah. So, um, the Akashic records, you can think of the Akashic records. I like to just explain it as simply as this beautiful library. And I'm going to put it really simply like up in the sky, this beautiful library in the cosmos. And it holds everyone's blueprint, everyone's um, soul's blueprint. So you can go in, you can look, um, you can go into your record room. You can sit there and you can look up any record that you're looking for. So if you're seeking clarity on why you keep having the same dream or you're seeking understanding of why you and your partner keep having the same argument or you're wondering, you know, why this money story keeps happening over and over, like why you can't find that um, courage to invest or anything. like So anything that you're having uh, questions about or you're not sure about, you can go into the library and you can ask to see that record. You can look into your soul's past. So you can look at past lives. You can look um, in the present as um, the present energy as well as the future. But the future right now seems to be you know, when I read future pathways, I can read the energy of, of future pathways, but like, as soon as we share the energy of a, uh, of a pathway, it can change. It, it changes because you're now aware of it. And, but what I love about it is like, so for example, I could share two pathways of, of you going in two directions and I could share with you one pathway is like heavy and you like, it's going to be a struggle and this and that, but you could have the desire to be like, but I really want that pathway. So now I know that it's going to be a little heavier. Now I know it's going to be a struggle. So I know I need to gather all of these tools, all of these different modalities so that I can conquer this pathway because that is the pathway I want to walk. Right. So you are beautiful free will, but yeah. um, future pathways are really, they're also very hard because things seem to be, you know, when you went to a psychic, like 30 years ago or 20 years ago. And they're, and, and it was, yeah, they were on point. You would get married in June and you'd this and that, like it was on point. But right now it seems like the timelines are like, I don't know what's happening like on on the planet, but things are shifting quickly. And so timelines are shifting quickly. So it's really, yeah, it's interesting. I don't really read future anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll read you the energy of the path, but I'm not going to tell you like when you're moving or right. when you're married. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't even like those. I like that takes the fun out of it anyway. Totally. Like, like let life surprise you. Let the, let the miracles come in and bless you and just like, be okay with it. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna, um, just give me a second here. There's just a message that wants to come through. So the first thing, like, I don't know what, this is not the first thing, but what else they're sharing is like your, um, so the reason why they're like, when they show you in circle, they show you with loved ones and ancestors. And one of the ways that you're meant to be deepening your practice, Jade, they're kind of jumping right here. It's interesting to me is they, and this is of importance. So they're sharing this sensation. Like they're showing me like all of these energies, all of these people that sit circle around you, it shows all of these roots coming out of the bottoms of their feet. And the message here is like, you're meant to go back to your roots. You're meant to learn the medicine of your roots. You're meant to understand, um, 
more about your history and and the lineage that runs through you, um, but also like the medicine, because they're tying it back to the question you asking, how can I deepen my spiritual connection? It comes from your roots. It comes from you learning of your roots. I don't know what that means. What does that share with you? That is the craziest thing. I love, first okay. off, I love you. Okay. Second, <laughs> do you remember when we first started working together and we were, I started the journey to like digging into my lineage and yes. it was like a whole bunch of just like blank spaces. Like yes. I really didn't get anywhere. Well, what, when was that? In August when I was going through all of that, mm -hmm. um, I was on bed rest and something that I felt very called to do was dig into my lineage. And I was able to trace back some of my ancestors. I traced back my Terrio name all the way back to Normandy, France, which was incredible. I don't know how, it, I don't, I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent accurate, but it feels good to have some type of direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, I also traced back. So I found out from my paternal grandmother. Um, so her dad, her father was a preacher. So my great grandfather was a preacher, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and I never, it's like, I knew that, but I didn't know that because he died when I was really young and I traced back his lineage. So my grandmother, my other grandmother has always told me that we have, um, roots in the home nation Indian tribe here. And I've always been fascinated by that, but I've, the work that I've done, like the lineage work, it comes up pretty like very small percentage of our lineage is home. Well, regardless, I did find out that my preacher, the grandfather who was a preacher, his, like one of his great grandmothers was, um, actually the Indian, an Indian princess for the what? tribe. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, what, how incredible is this? And so I've been doing a lot of that I've kind of, the last couple of weeks, I've taken a step back just because my focus is everywhere. But hearing that inspires me to like dig in again, because that is something that I'm fascinated by anyway. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so exciting, Jade. I'm so, so excited exciting. that you had, you had the, <clears throat> just like that start. I, okay. So let me back up here as I stutter here a little bit, but like what I'm feeling like the sensation of like, you listen to that prompt of like, you had this time. It was the right time. It's almost like I hear it was the right time for you to be <clears throat> searching into this mm -hmm. in this sensation of like before, before wasn't the right time. So things weren't adding up. It was harder for you to discover. It was harder for you to yeah. like dig through the information and figure things out. But I don't, you just love how like when it is in divine timing, it starts to unfold with ease, with ease. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it gave me years. Like, I think that, that must've been last year. There was so much like universal resistance. Yeah. For me digging into that. And it's like, it honestly, like the timing of, of me even searching into that was very divinely orchestrated and finding these answers and finding this like foundation and the roots where I'm from. It's I'm fascinated by it. And it feels like there's a part of me that I know now, which feels mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is exciting, Jade. That is yeah. so, so exciting. Um, 
So yeah, they're like sharing the sensation of like, keep, keep allowing yourself to like, they just show you digging. They just show you digging and like discovering more treasures and discovering more treasures and what they share with those, those treasures that you do with them. It's almost like, it's quite funny the way that they're showing my guides show me in funny ways, <laughs> but mm -hmm. like, or they give me these messages in funny ways for me to understand the message. But what they're showing, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. They're like, imagine like a video game. Okay. And they're like, Every time, like, you get a treasure, you, like, bring it in. It's like, ding, like, you, like, get more life force. You get more. And, like, that's what's happening. They're like, yes, she's going to dig. She's going to find something. It's like this extra zing. <laughs> of course, I can't believe I'm saying this. But that is what they're sharing is, like. I love that because that's how it feels. It feels like it's just, like, puzzle pieces. Like, I feel like, oh, I'm a little bit more complete now. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. I love that so much. Um, I want to share something that's coming up <clears throat> that needs to be cleared. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you? The only thing I ask is don't say any names. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this whole time my throat has been like on fire, Jade. Um, there's, there's a need for some truth to be expressed here. There's a need for, um, emotion and words and rawness, like raw, like the word rawness and truth is really coming out. Um, and why they're sharing this, this is like, well, first for your highest good, like we want to clear this so that we can, we want all of our chakras aligned, but your throat chakra seems to be when you, in your own personal life, in the, in the, just Jade day-to-day -day life, when she allows this to clear, your podcast expands, like your work expands because you're coming into a place of clearer communication, clearer conversations and conversations. Practice what you desire with you first. Yeah. Like, so practice, you want to have raw, real conversations on this, on this platform. It's like, where can you have raw, real conversations in your life? Really allowing yourself to, um, so there's just a little bit of like loving healing that's meant to be doing in that space. Does that resonate at all? It does. I'm not sure how updated you are on my life, but I think you're pretty up to date. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my life recently took a turn on its head and things have just been hard and in the past, it's so, I actually had this conversation last night with my friend who owns the studio okay. in the past, whenever issues like this have come up and I've experienced this in the past, I'm like in circles. Let me regroup in the past. When this has come up, I've, I feel like I've always been able to just talk about it mm -hmm. and to say it and to express it and to just let it move through me in this particular instance, I am having a lot of like, I in internally have so much resistance to talk about it, yeah. to talk about what's going on, to talk about like the truth of the situation. Yeah. And I fully acknowledge that. And I'm aware of that. And in the conversation that I had last night, something that I realized is one, I've never processed a situation this way where I've just like really started internalizing it. 
But I think that in this moment, I definitely sense the block and the not and not even the block, just the the holding back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel it. Um, but I also feel like it's necessary for the moment because there's still so much grief around what's happening and I'm still trying to find the words for it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Can I ask you, because they're sharing this, I'm just going to ask what I'm hearing. Yeah. They're offering you to get to the root of the fear of you allowing yourself to fully, to fully share, express, um, because whether you know it or not, it shows like this big, um, anchor tied to some sort of fear. Like some, Mm. if I fully allow myself to express this, um, clear this, uh, share this and, and whatever you're meant to be doing. And, and I feel like you already have like a knowing of what is going on and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, there's a fear. There's a fear that's anchored to it. And that is fear. Like, so you can imagine that energy in your throat is just going to stay heavy and stuck there because it's anchored down. And so the, you have to go swim down. You have to swim down to the anchor, look at the fear, look at what are you afraid of? If you allow yourself to express this fully, what, um, yeah. And then from there you release that anchor and it starts to become easier. But what they're asking you, Jade is, um, and they're showing me a clock again. It's like time sensitive. It's saying this sensation of like, don't internalize, don't go inwards. Don't, don't stay there. Uh, like we want to go inwards. Don't get me wrong. Like maybe that was the right. wrong way to do it, but they're just sharing the sensation of like, don't stay there for too long. Like look okay. at it, feel it, express it, swim down, allow yourself to access what that fear is, but make sure to swim back up. Like make sure yeah. to come back and begin to allow yourself to be held, allow yourself to be expressed, allow yourself to be supported, allow yourself to, um, because that is knowing your worth, knowing that is anchoring deeply into knowing your worth and knowing that you are deserving of the love, the support, the, um, the life that you're craving and wanting. I hope that resonates a little bit. That feels good. I think that that's the reminder that I needed because I think I am getting stuck in the protecting myself and yeah. You know, Mm. these journeys, if you don't mind me sharing these journeys, I was just doing a reading on a, on a girl and she has been in this, like, um, a lot of going in, doing shadow work, looking, like looking inwards. And her guides were like, you've been in here enough. Like yeah. you now, like you, there, there was a point where she went in because her soul was like, we need to fix this. We need to, I, sh- uh, I shouldn't use that word fix, but we should look at this. We should allow ourselves to address this. But then it was ego somehow snuck in there and was like, you're not good enough. You need mm-hmm. to stay here. You're still not good enough. You need to fix this. Nope. Now we need to look at this because we're not good mm-hmm. enough. So ego snuck its way in there and kept her bound. And so yeah. the reading was about, no, 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 no. You were meant to walk out of this a long time ago. You're meant to like allow yourself to lo- start living and experiencing and breathing and laughing and finding that joy of experience again. So yeah, it's interesting how sometimes we turn inwards to do this work, but sometimes ego gets, you know, we get comfortable there. Yeah. We get comfortable there. And so, and I think you saying that too, I think that I, that's been 
like healing has been my identity for the last five years. And so it's like, how do I, that, that was a conversation I had yesterday. How do I play again? How do I just like get out of this like mode where I have to fix something about myself or I have to be, you know, like worrying about what's happening inside or what's happened to me. And instead, how do I just tune in in a different way where I just like let myself be and let myself play in my own energy or, and, and, and then in the energy of others. Yeah. And like what, like my invitation to you, Jade, is to just come into this space of like asking yourself, how does Jade who knows and stands in her worth and owns her joy and owns um, the path that she is meant to be walking, how does she show up? How does yeah. she show up? It's one simple thing and it doesn't take a big thing. It's just one simple thing. She decides to go to that yoga class. She decides to go out, call her friends, go out for the coffee. She decides to plan a vacation. She decides to allow herself to live. She like those little small things yeah. to experience again. Yeah. Mm. Does that feel okay? That feels, yeah, perfectly mm. aligned as usual. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Did you have any other specific questions? They're kind of like, they want to share one more, but I think I'll leave it till the end of, of, of the convo. So just let me know if there's anything. I, I don't have any more specific questions in the moment. So they want you to understand that they kind of are showing this, this like, feeling or I'm, I'm feeling this sensation of maybe overwhelm, this sensation of this could be a long path. This could be a long journey, whatever it is that you're sitting in, you're feeling this sensation of like, this is going to take time. This is like going to be a lot of work. And what they're sharing is the, the moment that you allow yourself to, um, it kind of comes back to the original message. The moment that you allow yourself to lean fully into, um, the place of worthiness, you have to add in this space of belief. They're just sharing the sense of like the moment that she combines her worth and then this sensation of belief of whatever it is that she desires, it, it becomes. Um, so your, their invitation to you is like own, own who you are, the magic that you are get clear on what you want and believe in it, believe in it so deeply that you can already taste it. Mm. And then from that moment, it is, it is. And they yeah. just want you to understand that like that overwhelm or that sense that this is going to be a long journey or that sense of, um, this is going to take a while for even the podcast or this next thing that I want in my life to become. They're like, they're kind of sharing, but doesn't she understand that when she's living and expanding and walking that path, time does not exist. It doesn't feel like long. It doesn't feel like it's going to take forever. She doesn't question and wonder like, when is this going to happen for me? Because you're living and experiencing the path, the, the way that you're meant to be. And so time does not exist on that path. And so that's mm -hmm. my invitation is, and their invitation of first own your magic and then get clear on what it is that you desire and believe in it so much. And from there, it just, it's like, kind of shows this like, Phew. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. that feels good. Good. <laughs> really good. Amazing. I think I can handle that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, know I, I know I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. All you gotta do is believe girl. All you gotta <laughs> do is believe. 
girl. Um, okay. If you don't have any, I just need to close your records. So if you don't have any other questions, I'm just going to take a moment here. Just close the records. Um, your guides are still going to stick by beautiful. Um, yeah, your record. Yeah. I love, I love going into your records. They're always just such a beautiful, but that's, you know, like that's the records. Like I just want to enter it again, like, or share again, like this sense of like, the records share the purest energy, just pure, simple, like, oh, I need to know my worth. And so many people think like that their life journey is about like, um, this humanitarian mission and, and sure some people do, but like lots of, lots of us come into, into this lifetime to experience worthiness, to experience owning who we are. Um, so allowing ourselves to like get outside of this place of like, oh, we need to accomplish this and we need to, um, bring this into our lives and we need to do this. It's, it's really quite simple. Like the record shared the simplest of like, no, 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 really. Like for me, my, my, um, my soul lesson is to know that I'm safe to be seen, know that I'm safe to be heard. And so like my, when I started into this work, it was very much a space of like, <laughs> trusting, trusting yeah. that I could come out of this <laughs> woo-woo closet and be accepted still and be, and be, you know, be seen that I was okay and safe to be seen. So That's yeah. Journey. Yeah. I honestly, I, I do resonate with the needing and the journey to feel safe, to feel yeah. seen and heard or to be seen and heard especially you saying coming out of the woo woo closet, like the more this podcast is, is me literally um, coming out of the woo woo closet. Like that's what this whole thing is about is me stepping out and saying, this is like who I am <laughs> hoping, you know, hoping for the best, but also trusting that the response is what it's going to be. But I, yeah. I, I love that. So question, Yeah. when did you, how do I word this question? When did you have your first experience or when did you know that you were gifted or like, what were, what were your experiences like before you knew? Yeah. Um, so I, I remember having, so I, was doing a lot of online workshops around self-love and empowerment and confidence. And just like, I was doing all of these workshops and I remember there came a point where I like, I would plan, I'd, I'd do all like my writing and I'd plan everything out. And I remember getting to this place of getting off of the call, off of this group call. And I was like, I couldn't remember what I said. I couldn't remember what I said. And I was just like, I don't even know what I said. And I reached out to my girlfriend who was on the call. I'm like, was that like, just like, I'm, I'm having the hardest time understanding or remembering what I said. She's like, it was like, you weren't even there. It was like, you were, you weren't even there. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And like, I kind of just, that kind of was like my first experience of being like, of just simply channeling the message that was supposed to come through for these women. Um, and then as my journey unfolded, I started to discover and, and listen a little bit more closely to those polls, allow myself to like 
step back into that place of like, I trust whatever. I stopped trying so hard and I started trusting really hard. I started allowing myself to be like, what is the message that you're, I meant to channel for you? Like, what is that space? And then from there, it just started unfolding into like, you know, little, little signs of like, oh, you should go get this reading done and you should take this course and, and this and that. But that is how, like, that was my first experience of like, oh, that's interesting. Something just channeled through me. And, and I wouldn't have even back then called it that I wouldn't have even, I would, I was just like, I know I was, it wasn't even me speaking. That's how I would have said it back then. I was, I know it wasn't even me. I allowed myself to like, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first experience. Wow. How, how long ago was that? That was like not long ago, like two years ago. Oh my gosh. See, I didn't even know you were that, like, not that that's two years, two years years is simultaneously, simultaneously a long time, but also a short time. Yeah. So it's interesting because, um, yeah, like, and like I said, like when you're on, like, as your record said, like when you're on path, time doesn't exist. And I think that to the years that I taught yoga, here's a funny, um, like to the years I taught yoga, I used to, for some reason, something, I would get very nervous the first, the beginning of the sessions, I get very nervous. And so something came along and I started doing this. Like I, before class, when they were in meditation, I would do like this hand signal on my head and I would just take a big breath in and I could feel this energy arrive. And yet again, when I was teaching it, I didn't know what it was. And then when I started learning about spirit guides, you know, at the end of these yoga classes, oh, Lisa, like, how did you know that was exactly what I needed? And I was just like, I don't, I don't, I just flowed. Like I never, I was never one to plan my yoga classes. I never went in with a structure. I just showed up. And I realized as I learned about spirit guides that I had a guide like leading me through that class every single time. So it's quite, yeah, it was so I've always, we always have these guides. We're just maybe not aware of it. <laughs> I, like, I feel that so hard though, especially like just my day-to-day life. I, from, from the moment I got a phone, from the moment before I had a phone, I rem- remember being in like middle school and people always coming up to me and just like dumping me their entire life story. And then like, I'll say something and they're like, wow. Like, it's like the, like. I needed that. Like, how did, like, you just saw me. How did you see me? And that still happens. Like I get messages almost every day from someone that I either don't know or barely know. That's like, I just feel safe and I just want to talk to you. And then they'll kind of like, I'll say something, even the smallest thing. And it's like, thank you. Like you see me. And so it's a, it's a little bit different, but it's like, there's this like internal compass, this Mm -hmm. guide that, yeah, I definitely feel the channeling through me. Mm-hmm. I feel that really hard. <laughs> it's beautiful when we allow ourselves because we are all we are all just like vessels, right? We are all vessels and it's choosing to open ourselves up to be a vessel for the highest good. It's choosing, it's like setting that intention at the beginning of the day. It's you know what when I when I work with um like I'm working with a a group of light workers, one of my courses is called Lightworker and it's it's for women who like, who have this gift that know they're gifted that, you know, have taken their Reiki or their readers or, or their coaches, but they, they're stuck. They're like, they're held back mm. 
from really allowing themselves to like step forward. And the moment, like one of our main topics is consistently comes back to like, ask how you can be of service and everything else flows and falls into place. How can I be of service for the highest good period? That's Mm. it. That's all. So allowing like, and, and just switching like every single day offering and inviting that in and man, like I encourage everybody listening to this, at, let that be like your, your prayer at the beginning of the day, your sacred intention at the beginning of the day. How can I be of service and watch what unfolds, watch your path unfold in such a more beautiful, radiant, expansive way. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I just think the quickest way to get on path, that's your intention. How can I be of service? To be of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and even in, I don't know, have you read the law of one? Have I talked to you about the law of one? No, but you know, tell okay. me. Ooh, I know about what? it, but it's a, it's yeah. yeah. Let me blow your <laughs> okay. um, but the essence of the law of one, I'm not going to get too far into it. I'll save that for like a whole other thing. I feel like that's like, like a four episode. <laughs> yeah. That's like a series. Like we would have to do a whole deep dive into the law yeah. of one. But the law of one is basically this, um, I don't want to say philosophy, but it's kind of like a theology philosophy that we are all one. We are all one consciousness, different expressions of it experiencing itself. And in the, so they're written in books, but it's transcripts of um, these channeled sessions where Ra, a six-dimensional social mind-body complex, is speaking through a woman. And there are these, there's someone who's transcribing everything and there's someone who's asking questions. And the entire channeling is formatted in a question-answer format. It's fascinating and also very validating to read. Whenever I was like, I feel like I've been like collecting and like building my spirituality the last 26 years. And like when I discovered the law of one and I deep dove into it, it was like, Oh, that's what I believe in. Oh, that's what I, I already thought. I already knew that I thought that too, but I just, it's like, it's like a Bible for what I believe in. And it's super, super fascinating. The point of why I brought it up though, is because Part of what Ra, the sixth dimensional mind-body complex, describes is the point of our lives here on Earth is we have the choice. And the choice is either service to self or service to others. And it's really beautiful. Yes, it's so beautiful the way that it's described. It's also very complex. But yeah, that I feel like you just without you even knowing what the law of one is like, it's so in alignment. Like that is starting your day on how can I be of service to others? And that's actually the way that being of service to others works is it's actually service to self. Yes. I was just going to say that. Jane, we got great yeah. to I'm like, yeah. that is, yeah. As soon, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I'm going to have to go get that book. I'm going to, I've heard of it, but it's like, I thought, I'm not really a book person, Jade, so I'll just be honest. No, no, no. But- it's, it's a lot. I do not recommend reading it. I have the entire, <laughs> I think there are four, four or five books. I have like the entire set. I bought like the big set of it. Mm-hmm. I have started reading the first one and I got through like 10 pages and I was like, this is like one second. <laughs> it was, it's intense. It's, and like the, 
um, the vocabulary raw uses is very, very, it's, it's a lot because raw is much more intelligent than we are here. Right. And, um, but I, so my way through it was I listened to the audiobooks uh, and I just play them while I'm driving. I play them while I'm working. And it's yeah. just like, I pick up what I like, pick up what I can yeah. and like what resonates. And that's like good enough for me. That's kind of the way I operate anyway, is I, yeah. I can't be like, I can't scarf down stuff. It just has to be very fluid. And I highly recommend the, the audio book is actually read in the, uh, or it's narrated by the guy who was the interviewer for oh. all of the, yeah, he wrote the book. Yeah. So cool. Okay. I will get the audio book. I was just going to say, I'm more of an audio book girl <laughs> and I really am. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. And like those heavier books, I'm just like, Okay. I would rather go into the records and just like activate me, download it. I don't like, I remember going into the records. Yeah. And looking at like, I wanted to, um, I wanted to look at a book that would, um, full of activations. Mm -hmm. And I literally went up to the book. Like I had a deeper intention activation around such and such, but I don't remember Mm -hmm. where it was. And I went up to the records and I fell asleep. Like, Literally, I fell asleep within probably about 15, 20 seconds, like as I was focusing in on it and allowing myself to like, the way mm-hmm. I see it is I kind of place my hand on the on the record and I close my eyes and I just invite the energy to come in and like to be translated. But I fell asleep within 15 seconds. But as soon as I woke up, I was like, I knew like, oh, activation complete. Like I already knew it was like recoded and reprogrammed into me. It's so fun. <laughs> like, show me the law of one book. I'll place my hat on it. Literally, yes. Oh, how cool. It's like you plug in and it just like charges you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So cool. It's very cool. Being plugged, it's interesting that you said that is because the three beings that I've been working with lately, that's almost how how they're showing like it's a different, like instead of having these guides come in and sit beside me, it's almost like they stand. This is this is going to sound so weird. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's like they come and stand around totally. They're like, there's three of them around triangle around me. And like, they almost like encase me in this light. And then there's this cord that like reaches up and as far as I can see and tell. And like, I just have this sense of plugging in, like you're plugged in. And I was like, it's such a different sensation than anything I felt. And like the downloads that I receive, like the, the, it's just, it's always so mind blowing. It's like not, and I'll start writing it or um, writing it down. I'll be like, this is like, this is so far from Lisa comprehension. Like, (laughs) but I love it. I love it. It's like plugged in, plugged in. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So (laughs) tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. Okay. yeah, I am fascinated. So, So I am fascinated too. Um, so um, one of the, one of the mentors that I work with, she was, she is very, um, connected to, um, ETs, galactic beings. And ever since like my first course, it was funny, all of the sisters in this course, they were all like, oh, we're all star seeds. Like it seemed like all of us were star seeds. And I was like, I don't like, I don't, I never really grasped it. I never understood it. 
And they kept saying, no, 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 Lisa, you are, you are, you just haven't to the point that I'd have these readings done and they'd be like, these beings want to connect with you. Why aren't you letting them in? And I was just like, again, again, just like, I don't know, like I'm good. And then as of late, so I got to backtrack and I got to just tell you this crazy, crazy story. So I had this reading, (laughs) I had this reading done and she's like, these beings are trying to communicate with you, but you're afraid of them. Like they're sharing, they understand why you're afraid of them because they came to you when you were little and they scared you and they like, so took you or contacted you and it freaked you out. And Jade, in that split moment that she said those words, I had a flashback to this dream that I would have over and over and over and over when I was a little girl of me running through the forest, be like, as if I was being chased and I just started crying. And in that moment, I was like, I connected. I was like, Holy crap. They, they connected with me. This was like, this wasn't just a dream. They actually connected with me. And that is how my human mind started playing the story. And so they, they share the sensation, like they, like, they just want to, they want to work with me. And so it's taken me quite a while. Like I never, I actually am kind of like the, I I'll hear something, but it doesn't actually end up happening for like seven, eight months. And so just of recently, I've been tapping into their frequency, calling them in. I've done a lot of work with my mentor and in courses to understand how to do it in a very safe, safe way, because we don't, we don't want to just be calling in <laughs> any, <laughs> any beings, no, yeah. but, um, yeah, so I'm starting to try to figure out who is who, um, like the different frequencies. So when I call in the Palladians, I get the sensation that the Palladians are like, I can tell their frequency and that's who I'm working with because of the way like they show up. And when they show up, they're like in my face. Like, I just feel like there's this energy, like, like they're like so close to me. (laughs) And then the Arcturian guy that I work with, he's a healer and I can feel the sense of, he kind of pulsates over and just kind of gives me this um, pulsating feeling to my right. Um, Syrians kind of come in and it's like almost like a migraine. I kind of have to tell them to turn it down a little bit. It's like a lot of pressure in my head. So that's where I'm playing with is just starting to learn how they come in and communicate with me. Um, and so yesterday I was the first time I channeled, um, a writing from the Pleiadians, which was just all about love. And it was, so it's just really, really, although I like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to sell it, but I guess I'm coming out now. So <laughs> no, don't feel obligated, but I welcome it. Yeah. I love it. So I love it. And I know that that is where the next part of my work is supposed to be and to, because yeah. I'm. I'm an activator. Like I know that's what I help people do is remember. I help people activate their own gifts, their own remembering of who they are. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm inviting them in now. And that's in that sacred space of like, okay, how can I be of service? Like, how am I meant to work with you to be of service to, to continue this work? So it's been really fun, really fun, but it takes time by no means. Am I like, like, Oh, I can just call them in and channel it. It takes time. Just like they, um, reading the records took me a little bit of time to start understanding how they were commuting. Like my guides show me, um, pictures and then what it means. Right. So it'll take That's some time. Gonna ask you. Yeah. H- how you communicate. 
yeah. with your guides. And even so, I have I imagine that anyone listening to this is probably going to want to tap into the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you could first tell me like what your communication is like with your spirit guides. Yeah. And then kind of describe a safe way for anyone who's curious yeah. to tap in. Sure. So so I communicate with my guides. Um at the beginning of our meditation, I created a secret bubble around you. Um, behind the scenes, I'm creating that sacred intention, uh, that you are protected, like that, that bubble is protection. Like it is held with the highest frequency of love, light, and only love and light. So you can start to incorporate those prayers into your, your meditation. So you can imagine your own radiant light expanding and creating a sacred bubble around you. And then you can just set intention, intention is the most powerful thing that we have. And so setting the intention, I am protected. Nothing that is not of highest and greatest light is welcome here. Anything that does not belong needs to return to origin. Just stating the claim, setting that intention. Um, and really it does come into this. But really, sorry, it just had a little moment there of, of wanting to share something else. So yeah. the most important thing is like, as you create that bubble, you call in your spirit guide and you get to know them. You get to know their frequency. You get to know how they speak to you so that you are very in tune with when other energies come into play. So understanding what is your energy, what is understanding what is, and you can also, I'm kind of skipping here, but so I feel energies all the time that are not of love and light come in and I can instantly feel them. And I'm like, okay, are you of love and light? Are you, are you working for source creator and only source creator? If you are, um, and then I say, reveal yourself. And if they reveal themselves and like, I have that, my high self, like kind of like ID check, like they reveal themselves, they're there. Um, I'm good. I'm like, okay, welcome to the party sort of thing. But if um, I feel that energy come up and I'm like, say all the, these beautiful things and I say, reveal yourself, they actually have, they can't stay. Like when you, they won't, to me, they've never revealed themselves because I've already stated the claim. If you're not of love and light working for source creator, you are not welcome here. And then as soon as I stated that claim, they're already like, that energy is already gone. And so, yeah, yeah my invitation is just to create a sacred bubble of protection with that intention and then call in your spirit guide working for the highest and greatest good of you and everyone you're connected with. Um, but yeah, I connect with, um, I communicate with them. They show me images. Um, I get downloads. So I just get that knowing. So my different clairs are starting to turn on for me. Like now I'm starting to really become clairsentient where I feel, um, I had a, a client a reading where, she, like, I felt like a stab in the side of my ribs. And I, I, we were talking about a past life and I was like, oh my gosh, sorry. Like, hold on. I'm like, do you have a, a pain? Do you get a pain like right underneath your ribs? And she's like, and I kind of show her and she's like, is that on your right side? I'm like, yes. And she's like, I have a dull pain there all the time. I can't stretch it. I've had it there for years. And so we cleared that through her past life reading. Like it was, it's quite phenomenal. So I like yeah. having Claire sentient on, but also I don't because all of a sudden I'm getting jabbed in the side of my ribs. <laughs> right. Incredible. Okay. So 
back to this. I want to come back to this, but I wrote down a question so I didn't lose it. So spirit guides, how yeah. do they, so I know how my spirit guides look and they don't always look like, they don't look like people. No, it's, it's light and it's, some of mine have, some of mine take like a humanistic form, mm -hmm. but it's not human. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, your, your, your guides are light beings. Your guides are ETs. Your guides are, so that's why you're seeing them as light beings. So first I want to say like, if more than anything, if we get caught up, so when you start to connect with your spirit guides, if we start to get caught up in what they look like and what, and like, that's what we're searching for, we're going to have a harder time where if we just yes. allow them to present themselves, then mm -hmm. we're going to, um, we're going to be able to see the truth. And so sometimes you can kind of do meditations to go and discover what they look like. But more often than not, if you're in the, um, in that alignment and truth of like, of that meditation, of that visualization, you will witness exactly what you're meant to witness. So when I say that, um, you know, some people need to just see like a, a medicine mama. That's how they need to see them to understand that she is here to help them heal, that she is here to help them where um, some are meant to see like them in their true form is just light, like, because that's what right. they are. They're energy, they're light, they're, um, I hope that made sense. But so yes. try, I would encourage people to not get caught up in their names. Like some, lots of people are like, what's my spirit guide's name? I'm like, I called mine Sam. Like, that's not his name, but like, yes. <laughs> It's a human thing that we need or think we need. Label thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so same with the image we feel, but really it's just a presence. It's just a presence. So, well, that and I, I bring that up because I know whenever I first started trying to connect with my spirit guides, I kind of blocked myself, mm -hmm. like projecting an image of what I thought they should look like. And yeah. it, I, it's like initially I imagined some, like, it's like, my brain, because I'm a human, I imagine things, or I'm in a human body. I imagine a human body, okay. but it's yeah. like, I don't know. I really blocked myself imagining a 3D version of yeah. a spirit guide. Yes. And whenever I took a step back and was like, I feel like I'm forcing this image and kind of surrendered to whatever would come up. That's whenever I met the abundance of spirit guides that I have in all of their forms. Yes. And they all have some very interesting and beautiful forms that, yes. yeah, that sometimes my, my brain wants to question and, um, what's the word? The self doubt kind of comes in. Like, am I making this up? Yeah. Am I, am I being a little bit cuckoo? But it's like, I fully trust in it because with the work that I've done with them, I've seen, I've seen the fruition of their guidance. Yes. I love that. And can we come into this place of like, when you were sharing that, it was almost these two words of like you, what you said, surrender. So, so like setting the intention, I surrender, I allow ego to step aside. I surrender into this space with no expectations, with no expectations. And then from there, allowing what to come in to come in. 
but yes. just being so in tune. I think one of the reasons why it's really important, I'm just coming back into the safety for a moment is one of the reasons um, it's so important to do, you know, oftentimes we connect with our spirit guides because we're on this journey of like inner work. It's so important to understand the frequency that we hold because we'll understand the different frequencies that come in and we'll instantly know when we know our own true frequency, we'll know another higher essence of frequency and we'll also know a lower density frequency. And so that's coming home into understanding and doing the work of remembering your own frequency first and then calling in these guides, calling in. Does that feel yeah. Right? yeah. I feel that feels really good. And yeah. I, I kind of have a question about it because I've never thought about it from that way of like knowing our own frequency. Uh -huh. Can you tell me what that looks like for you or yeah. like how we can connect with our frequency to know what that so looks my, like? And how it feels? So I, yeah, so I discovered and know and have come home into my frequency and can feel the truth of my frequency when I am still. That doesn't necessarily mean everyone needs to get still, but my medicine of coming home into my truth is like getting still because in that stillness, when I connect to source energy, I like feel the fullness and the expansiveness that I am. And it's just like, it's a vibration. I, I, I have a hard time explaining it, but some people like that euphoria when you're on the top of a mountain or when you're in the woods, feet to the earth, no shoes, like that experience yeah. of like, oh, I'm home. I'm home. That is what I feel. And that is my tuning into my frequency and understanding my frequency. And so then when these beings come in, you'll understand, you'll be able to discern whether they are of higher or lower frequency from your own compass, from your own understanding of your, yeah. Mm. Yes. No, that, no, you, I, I couldn't have said it better. Like, okay. you, I'm like, I have a hard time explaining what my frequency is, but here's an example. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And also words are hard. I feel like the English language is extremely limiting. Like the words aren't big enough to describe the experience, uh, like the experiences and the knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just, so words are hard. Words are hard. And all of this is bigger than any human thing that we can put a label to. You know, I remember having um, a session done with my healer and and I was having, you know, I don't know what, I can't remember what I was having a hard time with, but she was like, can you understand what's in your heart is bigger than any symbol, any word, like what is in your heart and what you have to share is bigger because the work that you're doing is bigger than any Reiki symbol, any, anything like that. So trust in, she was basically saying, trust in what's coming through when you allow it to come through from heart because it's yeah. bigger than anything else. And, and so, yeah, it is the English language cannot, yeah, nor can our humanness really ever kind of like pinpoint exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's much bigger. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. You're amazing. Can you, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about your services and what you offer? Yes. Yes, I can. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I seem to be doing a lot of different things these days, which I absolutely love. <clears throat> um, 
my intention of my work is like to activate people into remembering of who they are. And <clears throat> so I do this through um, Akashic Records readings and healings. Oftentimes in these um, readings, I call them a healing because they are so activating and they are so healing. Like you walk away something, it's like a layer or layers have been peeled off. So I love um, the Akashic Records. If you're looking for something to just bring you home into clarity, the Akashic Records is such a beautiful way to do that. I also do one-on-one um, -on -one work just to help you come home into alignment. If you're struggling and, and having a hard time in life, trying to figure, you know, things aren't feeling good, like, like as simple as that, that yeah. I do one-on-one, -on -one, uh, six-week one-on-one. But then I also do group and I love groups um, as well. I'm doing a light worker group, which is all about, like I shared before, light workers for the the healer, the empath, the seer, the giver, the coach, the yoga teacher, anyone who knows that they have this gift, but they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to expand it into a business. They don't know. Um, they have these you know, beliefs that are holding them back. And so this is Lightworker is like all about the energetics of being a Lightworker, a business course around allowing yourself to step fully into that. And then I always host like little six week container group containers. So around yeah. just like connecting to guides, I have one called Soul Whisper. That's really about understanding how to communicate and then attune and alchemize, which is really okay, now we've communicated. Now we start to use these tools to like alchemize, to heal, to expand deeper. So I'm always just doing different little courses and things, but I just love being able to share the messages that Source wants me to share. Like I just, I feel so honored, Jade, so honored to be awake. I feel so blessed to be awake to this and to this path and to this, to these offerings. So yeah, that is yeah, lots of different ways to work. Amazing. And then can you tell me and tell our listeners how to connect with you? The best ways to connect with you. The best way to connect with me is through Instagram. So Lisa Ray Freeman. Um, and that is like the best way I'm always on there sharing, um, trying to offer as much, love and light. I always like whenever someone follows me, I'm like, I thank you for the follow. I promise to only share love and light because I think it's so important. I don't want, I want to be the one that they stop on when scrolling and get a message of feeling full and feeling nourished. Like that is, I don't ever want somebody to stop and pause and be like, Oh, I just feel crappier about myself. Or I just like, I want them to feel inspired, nourished, expansive. So I do a lot of my like shares on Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why so I love you. The best. <laughs> I love yeah. it because every single time I interact with you, I do feel fuller and I feel inspired. Aww. Like after this call, I feel like I can go run a mile. I'm not going to, but I feel like I could just because I feel so energized. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to run that mile, but I could. <laughs> I could. I love you, Jade. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I loved this conversation. It was so fun. No, I I feel like. I was really nervous to do this. This is like the first formal interview that I've had that I'm doing, which is like, again, it's perfect that it's you, but it's like, there's this in my brain of like, are we going to have enough to talk about? Like, is it going to be awkward? No. You know, like that's my, you know, those, those are my yeah. fears moving up. Totally. And 
I feel like, and maybe it's just me, but I feel like there was not one moment of awkward silence. Like we probably could talk for another two hours. We could. <laughs> I was just going to say, Jade, it's you and me. We could talk for hours. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I feel so grateful and so blessed that you said yes to this. And I also want to say that, like, I mean it whenever I say that this would not have happened without you. You did activate me and you did peel off all these layers, help me get to the root of all the things inside of me. And I feel, yeah, activated because of you, you know, like you are an integral part of my journey and that's why you are here. And that's why I want more people to know about you because you are potent and valuable in this community. Thank you. Thank you. love. Oh, that like just made my heart smile. Thank you. Mm. I'm so grateful. Like I, I can't say it enough. Like you just, I wish I could squeeze you. And the fact that we haven't even met yet. I know. One day. Isn't that weird? It is so weird. But we haven't met. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're my I'll sister. Come to Canada. Yeah. We're all coming down there. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, yeah. thank you for having me, my love. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to w- witness and watch the rest of this unfold. Ah! Yeah. I'm so excited. I will um share this video with you before I officially sure. post and launch and do all the good things. Okay. Amazing. So, um, yeah, you'll be the first person to watch it and you can tell me how you feel. Make sure... Everything's good. Um, yeah. Fuck. I just feel like so full. Yeah. Thank you. Good. I love you, Jade. I love you so I love much. You. I will. Have a great yeah. day. You too, love. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye.